0: Hello, everyone, and this is episode five of season three of Going Beyond Salvation, and this is your host Jess Robinson. And um, this isn't going to be a very long podcast. Um, with everything that's going on with COVID nineteen, there's been a lot of school board meetings, and um, I had to work today till about like three, and then I got home after an hour long drive, and I have a school board meeting at at six, and so through Zoom. So I will have to be uh, getting off pretty soon. Um, So, uh, what is, you know, when I uh, did the daily reading today, you know, the thing that really stood out to me the most was in Deuteronomy chapter 11. And we see in verse 26, it says, See, I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today. The curse if you disobey the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from the way that I command you today by following other gods which you have not known. And so, you know, what is happening is God, you know, just just kind of like even in the garden, you know, we still have that free will, you know, because we can't reciprocate God's Love, if it's forced upon us, and so even then he still gives them this choice of of receiving a blessing or a curse, you know. And you know that if they're obeying God's word and they're remaining separate from the sin of the surrounding nations, his blessing was going to come upon them and accompanying them. But if they However, if they conformed to the ways of the ungodly, his curse was going to come upon them and overtake them. And we're going to see, unfortunately, that most of the Israelites end up, you know, thinking, taking, you know, their blessings for granted, and they actually conform to the ways of the world. And, and so we're going to get into that later in, in our daily reading. And... But it's still the same choice for us believers today. You know, we're to, you know, if we're abhorring sin, we're following Christ and seeking to serve him continually, you know, then his blessing and power will be ours. Now there's a mistake, a a misconception of thinking, well, I'll never get sick. I'll never have bad things happen to me. You guys, I was, you know... Talking with somebody today who wrote a book. It is called "Peace Beyond All Understanding." It's by his name is Jim Reynolds, and he's a local guy. And you know, he wrote the book, and it's from his time journaling with with God. You know, as I was talking about in several podcasts ago, that you know about journaling, you know, your thoughts and the verses that stick out to you in in your Bible study and and all of that. And this man went through, you know, he he lost his wife in a car wreck, you know, he, and then shortly after, you know, a few years later, his son committed suicide, you know. This was a man that, you know, was serving the Lord. And he said, you know, he's, you know, he's had to grow in that time and he's grown since then, but you know he wrote this book years later about peace you know that's beyond all understanding the peace that Christ gives you know this is coming from somebody who you know was a believer and you know suffered some pretty hard you know hard things you know in his life but you know he's still you know praising God still serving him he doesn't blame God for what happened you know, he gives glory to God in the little moments, you know, he, he compared his life like to Job, where he went through the trials, and then, you know, he ended up remarrying, and he, the woman he remarried, you know, her husband had passed away, and from cancer, and he ended up raising the kids from, from that marriage, and, and so they see him as dad, and so, you know, the Lord still blessed him and, and as he continued on in obedience and he is, you know, serving in obedience, you know, as the Lord has told them, told him in his retirement, I want you to write down these things that, you know, that you wrote down in your journals, in your journaling. And so, you know, there's this mistaken concept that, you know, this misconception is a better word to say that, you know, it's all going to be roses. You know, we will have God's blessings, but we still live in a fallen world where people get sick. And as you can see, there's COVID-19 and there have been Christians who have gotten COVID-19, but you know, the Lord is being glorified as they're healed because it's him healing them. And they're saying it's, it's the Lord and it's giving him glory. He didn't give them the sickness, but he healed them from the sickness. And and so that's, you know, essentially, you know, God blesses us, you know, even through the trials and tribulations, he's going to bless us. But if we depart from God, and I think, you know, I'm agreeing with a lot of Christians today that somewhat this COVID-19, I think, is causing other believers to, or especially those who have kind of backslidden, people who have become prodigals, that it's making them think, you know, all of society has come to a shutdown, you know, sports are not going on, and, you know, we had been having talks for several months, you know, yeah, I was talking with a woman who, you know, she grew up in a time where... Sports did not happen on the weekends. Uh, And Wednesday night, students were not given homework on Wednesday night because that was youth group night. There was such a heavy emphasis on the church and youth group in those days. And now it was like, you know, we're just striving to try to get kids to come to our youth group. We're just striving to try to get families to come in on Sundays especially those who have kids who are in sports. And it's like, it just seems like everything's such at a stop. I think people are realizing that we've gone and I'm not saying God caused COVID-19, but I think good is going to come out of this. God's going to use what was meant for evil and, and cause people to think. And so, you know, like I said, I think, when this is all over, I think we're going to have to see such an expansion in the church and the body of Christ. That's my belief. You know, that's just the thing that the Holy spirit has really placed upon me is that there's going to be an expansion. We need to really start praying and being prepared for this expansion. And so that's essentially what I got, you know, from reading Deuteronomy today. And And so I'm going to jump and I'm not going to take a break because there hasn't been a lot of time that has elapsed, but I'm going to jump into the book of Luke and the book of Luke, um, we get, we're going through the rest of almost the rest of chapter four. So Jesus, you know, where we last left off, he was tempted and he overcame temptation He's baptized in the Holy Spirit and he goes back to Galilee where, and Galilee was a province and it was, there was a lot more culture there. So this was going to be, um, easier for Jesus to be at because he, you know, he, he could be more free. There's more of an openness in Galilee, but we do see that he comes across, you know, the first thing though, he comes, you know, he's, he's telling the news and he's teaching in synagogues. There's this, you know, people praising him, but then in Luke's narrative, he goes to Nazareth, his own hometown, goes up to read, you know, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah and when we get into, you know, chapter eight or verse 18, he's reading the spirit of the Lord is on, is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And so Jesus is, you know, he, he gives the purpose of his spirit anointed ministry in in this chapter, one, he was to preach the gospel to the poor, the destitute, the afflicted, the humble, those crushed in spirit, the broken heart, and those who tremble at his word. And I think it's, you know, we see that because there was a huge religious spirit out there and there was people that were broken. They were hungering for, to be set free. You know, and I think that's how it is today. We can relate to that today is that there are people out here, you know, and I want to say, you know, before I continue any further, that those of us who are filled with the, the spirit, baptized in the spirit, we are called to share Jesus's ministry, you know, today. We're to do that. Even when churches are shut down, we still have that open door to share the gospel and, So, you know, and there are people today, they're afflicted, the there's the destitute, there's people that have no jobs right now, that are poor, they're running out of money. You know, I I drove into work today, and they were having a commodities distribution. And I there was such a line on the road, coming in because people are needing food. There's so many people out of work. And it's so sad. And these are people that are hungry, you know, hungry, you know, yes for food, but I think they're also hungry for, for hope for Jesus. And then, um, you know, the destitute, you know, there's the humble, those who are crushed in spirit, the brokenhearted, and those who tremble at His word, you know, there's so many people out here that need the gospel preached to them. He was sent to heal those who were bruised and oppressed. And that, you know, this healing is involving the whole person, both physical and spiritual. He was there to bring healing. And we're, we're to pray for those who need healing, both physical and spiritual. You know, there are people that they, they are healthy, but they're, they're broken spiritually. You know, they're broken emotionally. You know, there's people like that, that need that kind of healing. And we're to pray with them and and allow, you God to heal them. You know, he was there to open the spiritual eyes of those blinded by the world and Satan in order that they might see the truth of God's goodness. You know, that's something we should pray about, especially our family members, people that we know that are lost, that are definitely you know clouded in the lies of satan we are to preach that truth to them and also to pray for them pray that you know that the word would begin to take root in their heart and that the lies of of satan would be lifted off of them that's something we're here for to do and this is to you know, finally to proclaim the time of true freedom and salvation from Satan's dominion, sin, fear, and guilt. We're to do the same thing. You know, and it's through our testimony. We are to witness what Jesus is doing and what he has done already. And that's just something that we can rejoice in. And so he he announces this ministry and essentially he's rejected. They want to kill him. And it doesn't happen because it wasn't his time. You know, this is just the beginning of his ministry. And from there, he ends up driving out an evil spirit. And we see that the reaction, the initial reaction of among people is out of amazement because they haven't seen something like this happen before. And so, and I think today, you know, one of the questions in, in my Acts class is, you know, what, how do you think your community would respond if somebody was miraculously healed by the Lord? You know, I think, you know, I think our community would, you know, have their eyes open to who God is. And I think people's eyes were beginning to open because there was, a, you know, a young man who is a Christian And he got into a car wreck and he, you know, he, he almost didn't make it. He got banged up pretty bad, but the Lord healed him. And like his mom has a testimony, like she saw the x-ray and she said, this was severed. And then they went back and went in to try to, you know, it was his spinal cord was severed. And they were going in to try to fix it. And when they went in, it was where it was supposed to be severed at. It was fused back in. And that was after people had prayed. So I think in my community, people's eyes are beginning to open, but you know, today people need to see that they need to see these radical transformations, even if it includes, you know, the town drunk, you know, I've heard numerous stories of how revival's broken out because the town drunk got saved and so essentially that's um you know something that i just wanted to say you know we're called to do the same thing jesus did you know we're supposed to go pray for the pray for people plant seeds we're supposed to live out in love and so in the love of christ and so i just want to end with that today and so for the next podcast we're going to do deuteronomy chapter 12 verse 1 through chapter 14 verse 21 Um, psalm 42 verses 9 through 11 proverbs 8 verses verses 10 through 12 and luke chapter 4 verse 38 through chapter 5 verse 26 and so I'm going to end in a prayer and I just want to say thank you Lord Jesus for all that you're doing and what you continue to do Lord Lord I just pray that you begin to speak to our hearts and open up our eyes to those around us especially in this time Lord I just pray that you would open up divine opportunity for us to pray with people for us to um, help people out in this time And so, Lord, we just thank you for all that you're doing and continue to do in Jesus' holy precious name. Amen. Have a great day, you guys.